Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Hey, real quick. This episode is brought to you by Progressive, where drivers who save by switching save nearly $750 on average. Plus, auto customers qualify for an average of seven discounts. Quote now at Progressive.com to see if you could save. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates, national average 12-month savings of $744 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2022 and May 2023. Potential savings will vary. Discounts not available in all states and situations. Hello, hello, and welcome to the new Mindset Who Dis podcast. My name is Case Kenny at Case.Kenny on Instagram. And this is my weekly podcast where I create short, no BS episodes dedicated to helping you be the person you're meant to be, leave your comfort zone, and live a fulfilling and purposeful life. Let's go. Right. Welcome to episode 139. So if you follow me on Instagram or you listen to the podcast regularly, <laughs> at this point, you know that recently I've been really into meditation. Um, this is something I've always been into, but I think recently, I don't know what it is, but I've, I've really kind of found my stride here. Something has really clicked. So I've been, I've been meditating a lot. I've been putting together guided meditations for you all, which has been really, really fun. And you all seem to be enjoying it. So I'm going to keep doing that. But through doing this, I've realized something that's rather simple, but, but really powerful. Um, and that's, that's a very me thing to say. That's kind of how I approach, uh, things in life. Simple, but powerful. And it's just, it's a realization that I think can help you redirect your energy towards the things and people that actually matter, that really matter in your life. Um, and I, I always joke that, you know, I'm case, I'm a man trapped in a boy's body, that I'm super impatient, that I'm kind of immature, honestly, that, you know, after all, my friends and I refer to ourselves as the giggle time boys. <laughs> so I've never really considered myself to be some, you know, beacon of maturity or like a great, great example to look to when it comes to being an adult or being super responsible or always making the right decisions. You know, sometimes I'm too loud or too quiet or a total douchebag, whatever. Like I do these things. But through doing these meditations uh, and I've been traveling a lot lately, so I've had a bunch of time to kind of just be alone with my thoughts, which can be a scary prospect, honestly. But I've been doing a lot of thinking and I've realized one thing that Right now, I can't help but smile when I say it in my head. Like, I can't help but feel a little bit warm when I nod my head to this realization. And that's what I want to talk about quickly in this episode. It's the realization that, uh, and hear me out here because at glance, at a glance when you hear this, it's going to sound a little preachy, maybe a little self-righteous, but it's this realization that as you get older, as you progress through life with each year, I think you should really strive to care less about material things, looks, 
surface level things and more about what's in your heart, more of what's in other people's hearts. And I call this your ego versus your heart, that we should strive to live less in tune with our ego and more in tune with our heart, that we should follow our hearts and not our egos. So, yeah, this is going to be an episode talking about your heart, that that thing inside of you that I guess does actually cause so many problems that can hurt you, make you soft, make you vulnerable, that thing. But this isn't a sappy sappy episode. This isn't a pie in the sky type thing. I think this is like actually really practical. Uh, As usual, it's coming from me. So, Mr. Mr. Dude Bro Guy, you know, a guy who by all measures isn't isn't the most emotional, isn't the most vulnerable dude in the biz, but who still lives in tune with his heart. I think that that's the beautiful thing about life, that life's all about balance. And life, I've come to learn, is all about letting your heart lead you and protect you and open you up to the world. And that's what I want to talk about here, this idea that you should follow your heart and not your ego. And in my head, my simple head, this is a, an easy idea. It's the difference between prioritizing what you need versus what you want. Your ego wants and your heart needs. It's pretty simple to me, uh, but not really, not really at all. Like we're all very complicated humans. We're confusing as fuck most of the time. Uh, and it's difficult to understand the difference between wants and needs. Do I need that sixth piece of pizza? Well, probably not, but I sure as hell want it. You know, what's the difference? Do I need to fire off that 3 a.m. you up text? Yes. Yes, I do. (laughs) No, no, I don't need to, but I want to. Do I need to say this? Do I need to say that? It's tough to tell. Or like that meme uh, that's like a girl is like, do I really like him or is he just 6'3"? Like that kind of thing. Needs versus wants. It's, It's tough to tell the difference. And, and that's how we get in trouble in our lives. That's how we end up with people um, and in places and in careers and emotional states that are frustrating for us, that aren't right for us, where we don't know what we're doing, where we're always doubting ourselves, where we're kind of just in this fog because we think we're listening to our hearts. But it turns out, hey, surprise, spoiler, you know, we're actually listening to our egos. Are our egos, which tell us that we need this and that, that we need to be a certain way. Uh, because, you know, it's comfortable, it's expected, it makes you feel good, fit in, whatever. And I don't want to get overly philosophical here because realistically I'm highly incapable of that. But for a second, I want you to uh, think of a time in your life where in retrospect, you know you made a right decision, where you did something, you left someone, you took a right instead of a left, you moved cities, you changed jobs, you finally spoke your mind, whatever. When you did that and then just like the sun came out after a storm where your life got increasingly better, noticeably better, more fulfilling, more energetic, like noticeably in your life. Like think of, try to think of a time where this was the case. And in that instance, whether you realize it, whatever instance you're thinking of, you basically told your ego to, to fuck off, <laughs> to take a seat, to kick rocks, to hit the road, dude. <laughs> Seriously, in, in that moment... It might have been, admittedly, after a lot of frustration, after many bad decisions, after too many times going back to your ex or sticking out a job that wasn't right for you for so long or after months of just kind of existing in a depressed or sad or confused emotional state. But in that moment, you finally let your ego go and you acted with your heart. 
And so you made a decision that was guided by your heart. Can you think of a, a moment like that? Maybe it's not so easy, but in retrospect, that's, that's what you did. Um, I, and I want you to try to think of a moment like that. I want you to remember how it felt like physically and emotionally and, and spiritually and anything you can remember. That moment where, I, I don't know, maybe you called off a serious relationship that you knew wasn't right for you, where you knew you could do better, or a moment where you finally stood up for yourself to your parents, what you wanted versus what they want, or where you left your comfortable, cozy, easy job for something that actually interested you but was a risk. And I'm sure you can think of examples where you made a decision and then it put you on a course in life that was and continues to be just undeniably right for you, undeniably better for you. And I bring this up because in those moments, whether you realize it or not, whether you thought to yourself, is this ego, is this heart or not, you turned your back on your ego. And instead, you listened to and you lived by what was in your heart. Seriously, I think this is such a powerful thing. Like in those situations, your ego tempted you, for sure it tempted you. Your ego told you that you would never be able to be single or start over again in a relationship, that your friends would judge you for calling off a relationship, that, you know, your ego told you that uh, drama and conflict and fighting and doubting your relationship, that's just normal. That's dating. It's supposed to be like that. Your ego told you that, you know, your parents, they're always right. You shouldn't question them, their wisdom. They know what's best for you. Or your ego told you, hey, you know, sit your ass down, do the job, pay your dues, Hating your job is part of life. Why are you trying to be different? Change would be bad, right? That's your ego talking. Sound familiar? That was expectation talking. That was comfort talking. That was your assumptions talking. But in that moment where you did make that change, whatever change you're thinking about, you finally let your heart do the thinking and the action. And your heart reminded you of what I think it always wants to remind you of, if you listen, that... Life is ready to give you more. It seriously is. And if you're ready, it's time to listen to it, to listen to your heart. And seriously, stick with me here because this is going to make sense, this idea of your heart versus your ego. Your heart, in, in my experience, it wants you to keep doing the same thing. It wants you to keep thinking the same way. It wants you to close off. It wants you to be guarded to life. It wants you to believe that you need that $100,000 paying job, that marriage today, that house today. You need to do this thing. You need to be on Bumble. You need to get bottle service to feel validated. You need to act a certain way. You need a certain relationship. You need to be surrounded by certain people. But your heart, that is where change lies. And that change is not always aligned with those things. It's rarely aligned with those things. I've heard it said that following your heart simply means you're loyal to your own evolution. And I love that. How great is that? Following your heart simply means you are loyal to your own evolution. When you made that decision uh, to, to leave that relationship, to quit that job, to, to, to speak your mind to your parents, whatever, you made a decision to be loyal to your own evolution. You recognize that you were meant to change. You were destined to change. That your ego, that the expectations you set for yourself, the expectations that were set for you, the assumptions you make, they may, they, they might not be right for you. You recognize that only listening to your ego means that you're increasingly losing touch with your heart. And your heart, again, it wants you to evolve. It wants you to change. That's how I see it. Ego means static. It means comfort. It means expectation. But your heart means change and evolution and growth. And I think when you think of it like that, you'll begin to see why heart triumphs ego, 
why you should try to be in touch as much as you can with your heart, why you should ask yourself, am I listening to my ego or my heart right now? Am I making this decision? Am I not making this decision? Because my ego says so, what am I listening to right now? And when you start analyzing your life like this, I think it'll be very clear that you should start listening to your heart, that you should start approaching situations in life, areas of your life, who you are, what you're doing, what you're trying to do, the person you're trying to become from a place of softness that listens to you on a level that is so much more human than your ego can ever offer. Like, sorry, mom, but fuck your ego. <laughs> Seriously, like the ego is, is the enemy. It, that's the saying, right? Ryan Holiday says that. Your ego is your enemy. Your ego is not your amigo, right? Like, and again, I'm not saying ego in the typical sense here. And ego means I'm better than you or I don't need to learn. That That's part of it, certainly. But I'm talking about your ego that wants to protect you, wants to close you off and wants you to settle. Hey, real quick, this show is sponsored by BetterHelp. And, you know, if you're like me, you're always wishing for more time in life, right? Like, I wish I had more time. I wish I had more time to do blank. I wish, I wish, I wish. And as much as practically having a couple more hours in a day would be cool, a bit more time to do what we love instead of jobs and responsibilities, it begs the question, what would we do with that time? Not just wishful, I want more time, but for what? What would I do with that time? What really matters to me? What brings me joy? What enhances my life instead of just filling time and space with? Well, to answer that question, I think therapy can help. Therapy can help you find what matters so you can do more of it. And if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash new mindset today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash new mindset. Hey, real quick, this episode is sponsored by Hero Bread. And something I'm into lately, as simple as it sounds, is toast. A nice toasted piece of bread, so simple, maybe some butter, maybe some jam, but just toast. It's the best. But as someone who is making an effort to invest in my health and fitness and diet, the carb fear is real. And the result is I don't get to enjoy a nice piece of toast as often or as guilt-free as I'd like. So I'm definitely grateful for Hero Bread. Their bread options have zero to one grams of net carbs, zero grams sugar, and it's high in fiber. It's got the same soft, fluffy experience you love when enjoying a BLT or a burrito or a burger or toast. And they were kind enough to send me some loaves and I can attest to it being the same experience I crave, but now guilt-free. They also sent me some tortillas, which are great. They have bread loaves, buns, biscuits, tortillas, anything to match your bread cravings. So don't give up on being a breadhead. Hero Bread is offering 10% off your order. Go to hero.co and use code newmindset at checkout. That's newmindset at h-e-r-o dot c-o. But I think when you take a step back and just strive to be soft for a minute and listen to your humanity, you'll see that your heart, your entire being so, 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 so wants its next adventure. It wants challenge. It wants passion. It wants you to be curious. It wants different. It wants you to be less guarded or closed off. It wants you to find someone who challenges you. It wants you to stop wasting your time. It wants you to say yes when your ego wants you to say no or no when your ego wants you to say yes. And I keep coming back to those examples in your past where you made a decision 
because this this shit is real as i always say this isn't butterflies and rainbows but like in my life i've been living this truth i can look back and think of all these things these decisions i've made and i've seen its effect in my life my personal life my career my relationships and unfortunately i look back and it's like man most of the most of the decisions i've made in life unfortunately they've come from a place of ego and they led me to to stay to stick out, to keep doing the same thing, to date the same people, to stay in the same relationships, to not challenge myself. But the times, like those few precious times that I did did take a big step forward where I manned up, where I stepped up, when I had gotten to a place in my life where I just kind of had no choice anymore, where I was fed up and I just decided, hey, I'm, I'm just going to come home to my heart. I'm going to make a decision for my heart. In that moment, I was like, fuck it. I don't know what else to do. I, I guess I'll listen to my heart, right? That was how those great decisions came about. But with this realization, I now know that you don't have to. You don't have to get to a point where you're desperate, where you throw your hands up and you're like, all right, I guess I'll go with my heart, where you just like, you have no other choice. You're at your wit's end. Now you can start looking to your heart first and make better decisions for yourself. And this is where you'll find yourself stepping up in life. I, I like saying that to myself. I say this all the time. I say, step up, step up case. Like that, that's how a, a dude like, like me uh, says this because let's be right. I can't really picture myself going, trust your heart case. Come on, trust your heart. Like that's just not my vibe. So I'm like, step up case, step up. And yeah, I always, I remember a story from my buddy, Matt. Uh, it's the same Matt actually from previous episode where I, where he, we were at a restaurant. He pretended to, to work there and, and dropped off waters and refilled beverages and stuff. Funny guy. But he told me about this one time early on in his relationship with his now fiance where he went shopping with her and her dad. <laughs> like yikes. Um, and they were shopping for a TV for their new place that they were moving in together before they got engaged. And he was looking at like a nice flat screen. It was 65 inches. It was a big TV, like a solid choice. And Matt's girlfriend's dad was there standing next to him. And Matt was like, all right, yeah, I think this is the one. I'm going to get this. And her dad like turned to him with this intense look on his face and goes, step up, Matt, step up. 75 inches, step up. <laughs> and I think that's just like such a dramatic way to approach buying a TV, step up. But I've borrowed that, that, that phrase uh, with regards to how I approach making life decisions and looking at my life. Step up, challenge yourself, challenge your expectation, challenge your freaking ego. So I say this to myself all the time, like step up, Case. Let go of your ego, let go of your desire to be in control, to always know exactly what's next. And take a leap. Go in a direction that you just trust is right for you. And that's this idea, this idea of step up. It says that I should do something. I should make a decision because I know my heart, whatever happens, I know my heart has my back. This idea of step up reminds me that I have the confidence that life will provide. Like I firmly believe this. I know you guys sometimes think I'm crazy for being so optimistic, but I believe that life will provide. That when you make decisions that are from your heart instead of your ego, that life is going to provide the blessings that you need, a future that is right for you. That, yeah, sure, okay, it might mean you're closing a door in the immediate or you're ending a relationship or you're ending a chapter of your life. But with that, disappears self-doubt and overthinking. And that's an amazing thing right there. That when you say step up and you point yourself in a direction that is guided by your heart, 
you're, you're pointing yourself in a direction, a new direction that your ego would never allow because your ego wants you to be safe. And when you trust your heart, you don't like, you don't have to wonder if it's completely 100% right. You only have to look back at the times you did this before to realize that it is. It's always right. It's always going to lead you in a direction that becomes right for you. Maybe not immediately. I'm not <laughs> that optimistic. I might take time, but it's always better, I think, than making decisions based purely on your ego. Like, I, I really do live by this. Uh, I've learned and I've grown and I've progressed to live by this. So, I'll bring it down real quick here as I wrap up to, to make this practical. How do I make this practical? Here, here's what I'm advocating for. I want you to check your ego and go with your heart. Embrace change. Embrace the fact that you're evolving and you need to continue to evolve. It means taking those ambitions you have, those goals you've set, that goal to be famous or that goal to make $100,000, $200,000 and place them aside for a second. Take a look at that and ask yourself, why? Is this goal meaningful to you? Are you chasing that thing based on how you feel, like actually feel? Or is it your ego setting it? Seriously, think about that for a second. Be vulnerable for a minute. Be, be soft. Why are you in that relationship? Is it to have some hottie at your side so you, don't, so you feel good about yourself? Is it so you don't feel like a loser on a Friday night if you're alone? Why are you chasing that job? Why are you hustling, putting in 90 hours a week, hating everything just because you want that $200,000 paycheck? Like why? Why are your ambitions your ambitions? Are they meaningful? Are they from your heart or are they from your ego? And to be clear, I, I think working towards those kinds of things that I just listed is great. Like make $100,000, make $500,000, freaking do it. I love money. I like nice things. I like Uber Black and five-star service, whatever. But why? Why are those your ambitions? Are you one of those people that's like, oh, success is the best revenge? Or are you one of those people who's like, I have a bunch of motherfuckers I need to prove wrong? Like, to me, that's your ego talking. That's not you. That's your ego. You're doing things, setting goals, becoming a person born of ego, born of desires that I don't think are really your own. And turning your back on your ego and embracing your heart, it comes, it just comes back to your why. Like, why do you, why, I did an episode, why do you date? Why do you work? Why? Why, why, why? <laughs> because in my experience, your heart will tell you your why, your real why. And I think your real why, regardless of who you are, your real why is to embrace change. That as a human, you're filled with potential and curiosity and it's literally your purpose to evolve and to grow and to change. But your ego is there being like, nah, homie, I don't want that. Your, your ego wants goal lines and finish lines and concrete things. It doesn't want ambiguity or open possibility, but your heart does. Your heart wants what right for you, what's right for you and that you can't always define that. So, I just think embrace this fact that your heart wants you to step up and it wants you to question why in your life. Why do you think you have to do certain things? Why are you doing the things you're doing? It wants you to step up and realize that life is meant to be lived. You're meant to fall in love, fall out of love, fall back in love as many times as necessary. You're meant to see as as many sunsets in as many different cities as you can. You're meant to start over as many times as necessary. You're meant to live and discover and then live some more and rediscover some more. Like that is what your heart says. And your ego, it wants you to doubt that. It wants you to seek approval and check boxes to be certain and comfortable make decisions that are based on fear and emotion like that. 
And I know it's kind of hard to maybe picture this in practice, but I just think having the self-awareness to know that you have a choice when looking at your life is, is a powerful thing. It's a simple thing, but it's a powerful thing. You have a choice when making choices. You can choose to trust your ego, those unexamined expectations, your assumptions, your tendency to want to remain the same, or you can lean in on your heart. That thing, that softness, that intuition that craves change and wants you to grow. So, I'm going to end it here, but the next time you feel lost in your life or you have a big decision to make, take a step back and say, am I thinking about this from a place of ego or from my heart? Am I doing what's best for me, what I need, or what I want? Knowing the difference, learning to know the difference, just or at least just to examine the difference can be a huge thing in your life. Like it really has for me. And I'll end this episode right here by saying that I think the really freaking cool thing about being a human, uh, about being able to hear what I'm saying right now on this podcast and have a drive, a desire in your life to become better. The really cool thing about that is that you don't all of a sudden have to become some like self-righteous, over-the-top, self-help asshole, <laughs> you know? You don't have to walk around overthinking everything, being like, oh, trust your heart, young Jedi, Thrown around terms like, oh, manifest your authenticity or seek abundance, like, or whatever buzzword is hot right now. <laughs> like, you don't have to do that. You just have to make an effort to be more aware of how you make decisions. You could still be your fun, loving self. You don't have to shut yourself off or out of the world. You can still throw back claws with the boys on the weekend. You could stay up late, <laughs> make bad decisions, whatever, and still grow to become more in touch with yourself. Like this self-help thing, self-improvement, mindfulness, it's meant to be fun. It's meant to be part of your journey. It's not a complete 180 of how you live. So, I just, I'm really passionate about this, just to make an effort to recognize that you have this amazing thing in your body, your heart, and it wants you to evolve and it wants you to grow and it wants you to listen to it in a real and vulnerable way. So, I'm going to end it right here and I hope you found this episode valuable, that you'll pay a bit more attention in your life, that you'll look back and realize that when you do things that are right for you, when you make tough decisions that turn out to be for the best, you're trusting your heart. Do that more often and I'm confident you'll invite even more great things, even more great people into your life. So, promised, I'm done. I'll end it there. I'd love if you'd share this episode, this podcast with a friend. You guys are seriously so great about this. I feel like I don't have to keep saying it, but I'll go ahead and do it. But, uh, you know, share the link with them, shoot them a DM, text it, grab their phone, tell them about the pod twice a week. I've got some really cool episodes, really cool projects coming up. Uh, but that's it. I seriously love you all. Your support means everything to me. So, thank you. Let me know what you're thinking on Instagram at case.kenny. And until next episode, I'm out.
It's time to breathe easier this allergy season with Breathe Right Nasal Strips. With instant nasal congestion relief for up to 12 hours, you can spend your time on your terms, not on your noses. Stuffy nose from outdoor allergens? No problem. We got you. Allergy season just turned into stripping season. Instant relief from nasal congestion anytime, anywhere. Need more convincing? Click the banner below and get a free sample. Breathe right. Get your strip on. Use as directed. Sometimes it takes a different approach to help you unlock your true potential. With Capella University's game-changing FlexPath learning format, you gain relevant skills you can apply to your career right away. Earn your degree from an accredited university and be confident in the quality of your education. Imagine your future differently at capella.edu. Capella University is accredited by the Higher Learning Commission. Learn more at capella.edu slash accreditation.